drip, 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 drip. It's episode 32 of Thinking Logically. And we are back for another action-packed hour of just complete political commentary. And my opening there was Joe was, and it was a, uh, I was paying a little homage to to you in the fastest two minutes in politics. Uh, we see more of that drip coming out after we recorded Friday afternoon and we got this out to all of our listeners. What happened, Joe? We saw more. the very next day the White House Counsel's Office discloses publicly that an additional five pages of classified material were found in Wilmington, Delaware. Joe, what's going on? Okay, we got we to gotta take a... We got two ahead of ourselves. We got to take a, a way back to, I believe it was June or July. And maybe this will be the, the title of the episode. I don't know. It's just funny. But it's from our, our wonderful friend Tom Nichols at The Atlantic. And the title of the article is called Leave Joe Biden Alone. Biden's been a good president, but Republicans want to impeach him and some Democrats want to replace him by Tom Nichols. And it just goes to show you how far we've come. These people have been running cover in a couple days and now we're seeing them start to not go to bat for them anymore you don't you should have seen it just ended literally 10 minutes ago probably the press conference again Karine Jean-Pierre you you she did not want to be there they were accusing her do, do you feel embarrassed that you came out here they were asking her and you lied to us all day on Friday because as soon as as soon as she left the podium on Friday, they found five new documents after saying, yep, this is it. There's no more. We had the aides and the lawyers. You know, they found them, even though I don't know how they were out even look for them. We don't have to contact the DOJ. Our lawyers just, you know, handed them right off. And that's it. That's all of them. We're sure. Long and behold, a couple hours later, five more. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Moving on. So this is, <laughs> this is. <laughs> This is a tweet from Newsweek, um, and they're still running a little bit because this is the tweet. President Joe Biden has been the victim of a of, of ridicule, ridicule online after forgetting the name of the wife of Martin Luther King III while singing her happy birthday. I'll play the clip for you guys. Why not? The honorees, uh, including your wife, our family. Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Happy birthday. Oh, my God. Joe Biden. Do you hear the victim, Joe Biden, there? I don't want to stand up for the guy right now, but trying to remember the name of Martin Luther King III's wife is probably kind of difficult for an 80-year-old man. But... Hey, when you're the commander in chief, when you're the leader of the free world, you're expected to, to, to know these things and not embarrass yourself like that. Well, embarrass himself, but he did, but he embarrass has. himself, he did. Yes, he did. I can't wait to go watch. I can't wait to go back and watch this uh, press briefing with Kareem Jean-Pierre. Yeah, it was, it was rough. Steph Curry was there, surprisingly. Oh, yeah, they're, they're welcoming the Golden State Warriors to, to the White House today. I didn't know Kareem Jean-Pierre was part of the LGBTQ community, Joe. 
Oh yeah, she's digging it. Hmm. I mean, she has she has all the check marks. She's black. She's lesbian. She was uh, Caribbean. Uh, everything, everything you can think of, check it off. Yeah. So she, it's like I feel like she's the White House's version of Matt Canada. I mean, you, you you just you cringe when you when you see her out there, just like everyone cringed that watched the Steelers' offense this year. And you, and you know, just like this, this guy's so bad, and you know, you you want to fire him, and they haven't fired him yet, and it's this kind of the same thing with her, and it's like, how much longer are they going to trot her out there? It's unbelievable. Who 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 are they going to? Like, okay, at least the Steelers' offense has George Pickens. You know, say what you want about Kenny Pickett, his hand size, whatever you want to say. At least he's a he's a decent young quarterback. At least someone will want to go there. Who's going to want to go on that podium and deal with this shit show? It's a total shit show. And here, here, real quick, let me just read you. I won't play the clip. Reporter from today. The White House says Republicans are faking outrage on this issue. Why shouldn't Americans be outraged about classified documents being found in the garage? Her response? Biden said he didn't know. He said that he was surprised. Is that enough? <laughs> so wait, I know it's too soon to get an audio clip of that, but. We, we, we have to hammer, we have to hammer the fact that, that they were found in his garage, his garage, meaning any time that he, that he recorded a video with that green Corvette, lots of people were around that classified material and it gets better from there. We'll talk about Hunter Biden and his rent and everything else too, but that's just one aspect that no one's talking about. Where's the raid? Why does, why does the white house Council, who really is it's not like it's joe biden's personal lawyer but they're acting like it why do they get to go get the documents and hand them off to the doj why doesn't the doj have to go get them why do the aides get to go get the documents why is we, it so different we we kind of touched on this last week but i know we talked about this privately but like yeah like you said why are there aides why are aides handling classified documents number one who told them to go find these documents, number two? Why are all of a sudden they are finding docu- classified material on multiple different dates? And why they didn't shred them immediately, immediately. Oh, oh, look at these papers. So it's classified. This could really tank our boss, who we, who, you know, we depend on for a living. Let's shred these motherfuckers. No! They told on themselves, which never happens in politics. That never happens. These guys were like little tattletales. Oh, my. If you destroyed them right there in the spot and burned them, no one would ever know. No one would know. For those that don't understand, these are classified documents that the vice president is not allowed to have. No one except you could argue the president is allowed to have. And they're from the Biden or the, the, the Obama era. Like... We're talking pre-2017, maybe earlier. We don't do know. We know. Do we know what these were actually on? Did I hear something about these being with involved dealing with Ukraine and um, Great Britain? Did okay, you hear my, my theory is, and shout out George Papadopoulos, I read his book. This could have to do with that whole how the Russia Gate scandal started with, it, it's a long thing to get into. You're talking about like the Five Eye Spy Agency, basically... In simple terms, the United Kingdom uses Australia, which uses the United States. There's, there's five countries, and they use them all to spy on each other because you can't spy on your own citizens. 
So this dates back to like the Russia gate stuff with Trump and Joe Biden, I think, unmasking Flynn, probably payments from Ukraine. There's that famous video of Biden sitting talking about firing the Ukraine prosecutor for a billion dollars. That's probably in there. I'm telling you, something is suspect with these documents. It has to lead back to them either covering something up or committing a crime. There's no there's there's nothing else. Why? Why else would you take them? You are you are not the president. You are the vice president. Even if he was the president and he had these like Trump did, be like, oh well, you know, he's the president. He could probably, you know, declassify these if he wanted to, or just say they're declassified or take them. I mean, you know, I, you I know, don't under, But you're the vice president. You just blew my mind. You know, I just thought about Obama could probably hold a press conference and bail you out right now by saying I declassify these. He yeah. could probably, but if he does that. That lets Trump off the hook because Trump used to always make the joke that you could just wave a hand over something and declassify it. Right. So you're going to, I'm telling you, you're going to see them. I don't know if, if Joe Biden, what's going to happen. I would say the 25th amendment is probably the most likely scenario if he's going to be gone, but this is legit. Obama could save Joe Biden. He could throw him a lifeline right now. Today, today he could do it. He won't because that completely lets Trump off the hook and it makes the media look like idiots. This, this is what we've been saying. This is what we were saying is going to happen. They're going to sac- use Joe Biden as a sacrificial lamb. He is a shit shield. They get away with all this stuff because he's just a bumbling idiot. It's funny and people just laugh around. You get all these things passed, destroy our country, and then he's gone and you slide the next one in. He served his purpose. The, the, yeah. we, I could be wrong. I'm not saying this is factually true, but it makes a lot of sense when you think about it logically. You know what? I sent you that. I sent you that video, and and you pretty much just said what what was in the video. You know, I mean, well, not you weren't repeating it, but you were saying what I was going to say, in the fact that they're ready to be done with him. You know, they're ready to be done with him. They are. If it, I would be honestly shocked at this point if they didn't exercise the Twenty Fifth Amendment and get him out of office. Ah, uh, you know. Well, Mark, who's who's who was who was Joe Biden's main protector? If you, you, there's really no one, but who is his main protector in in the world? It's Jill, and she's out of commission for a little bit because she just had cancer removed from her face. It's just it's all too yeah. weird. It's, it's like Jill goes in from a procedure, they start finding all these documents. Biden's in trouble, doesn't know how to handle himself. There's been, and it sounds crazy, but there's been videos of her snapping her fingers in the White House lawn, saying, "Look at me." Let's go. The Easter dinner's over. Yeah. Yeah. She, you're right. She is, she is his, his, his protector. But they have to be done with him. I mean, why would you tell, why would you reveal that you found these classified documents if you weren't going to do that? Why would you bring shame in all this and cast doubt on this administration by doing this five different times? Five. More, we, we don't know. We don't know. It could be there. Could be more. There could be more. We don't know. There could the be DOJ more. doesn't care. Oh, you found more at a third location that wasn't the first, same as the first or the second. Well, let us know when you find another one, I guess, or if that's it. <laughs> Safe. Yeah, he did. He did. I think he served his purpose. He's opened the floodgates to Ukraine, which we'll get into in a little bit with uh, Hunter Biden's rent payments. Um, but I, I just feel like. The end is near for for Joe. And we mentioned this last week again, right as he was about to announce 
that he's running for president in 2024, Joe. This was all coming to a head. And this stuff continues to, to leak out and damage, you know, whatever he was going to announce, you know, if so. So let's talk about Joe real quick. Say they exercise the 25th Amendment. Say they get him out of office. Kamala Harris becomes president. Or let's just say, well, let's just let's do that scenario first. Who becomes vice president then, Joe? The president will then, Kamala Harris would then pick a vice president. And then all you would need at that point is a simple majority from the House and a simple majority from the Senate to approve that appointed vice president. Is that correct? Correct. Um, and usually people are pretty uh, bipartisan when it comes to picking a vice president. They'll give them, I mean, I don't want to say that now because there's so many just divisive people out there. But this happened before with Nixon. Nixon's first vice president was removed for some reason, fraud or did something illegal. And that's how um, Gerald Ford became the vice president because I think he was, I don't even know if he was Speaker of the House or just a House member. And he was nominated to be VP because he wasn't on the ballot whenever Nixon got elected. And then a couple months later, Nixon resigns. And the guy that no one voted for, Gerald Ford, is ended up being the president of the United States. It's crazy. Right. Um, I, I think this is the same situation. I think this is the same situation as if Biden were to die in office. I don't think Kevin McCarthy would become vice president at that point. I think no, no, I, I I don't think it's like that. I just think like it's there's a line of succession in case something would happen to both. Then there's yes. it's just, you know, it's correct. Correct. Now, until um, a VP is elected, Kevin McCarthy is still the second in line yeah. or first in line or whatever it is. This would take a massive, <laughs> you know, it, it, to, to invoke the 25th Amendment would be unbelievable, would be something that, you know would be earth shattering. I, I just don't see how that doesn't happen at this point. I, like everything we've said. It's just it saves a lot of face for them. It makes it makes it makes a lot of people look like idiots that, that literally went out there and shield for Biden about how he was so smart and tough and whatever. And for them to remove him via the twenty fifth amendment, which means he either he is crazy or mentally incapable or unfit or health wise. That that's that's their best option, though. What else? What else are you gonna do? You're gonna take this dude down with a Hunter Biden scandal, well, which, what, which yeah. we'll get into. We'll get into shortly here with the yeah. rant. Well, the only other scenario I was gonna say, and yes, we 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 want to get to that quickly, but the only other scenario I could see, Joe, is if, and I just thought of this, the Democrats would join in with the Republicans and impeach him in both the House and the Senate and remove him from office. I mean, that, that's that's I, I don't think they want this to go to uh, a thing where there's a grand jury and then Hunter Biden is involved. You got it. You got to nip it in the bud before that. So that's possible. I, I, I would say the most likely thing is definitely 25th Amendment. Other than, after that, I would say what you just said is probably after that where they cross party lines and they vote to impeach him. But that's still bad. That makes him look really bad. Really. But it, it just the Democrats don't want to take an L like that. Who well, would? Who would? You might as well. You're better off just, like I said, if it was the mafia days, you just you would kill them. Yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't roll. You that know, out like, like Remo, like Remo from Casino said, like you know, why well, take a chance? <laughs> All right, let's get into these visitor logs from 
Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware. Now I didn't. Okay, know you ready? I... We'll get it. We'll get it right now. Are you ready? We're done. We're done with it because there are none. I didn't know there had to be visitor logs at the president's private residence. So I'm, I'm going to go out there and, and make that statement. Um, but I know you have some stuff on this. So go ahead. Okay. This is from Lucas Thomason breaking White House says this is coming from the White House that there are no visitor logs from Biden's Wilmington home. And Peter Ducey even reported this. Um, there's a couple people questioning that the Secret Service would for sure have to pre-clear visitors, but I guess you just never know in this day and age. But it begs the question. We don't know who is there seeing that. I guarantee you, Joe Biden loves that Corvette. It's in his garage. I guarantee you took quite a few people that came over to see that Corvette were for riding it. And there's classified documents in there. But again, we don't know who was in and out of there. And this has been, we've covered this on the podcast, Mark, I think since episode one about the visitor logs. We said this is going to be a main issue. Sure enough, we were right, but it's not, you can't do anything now. Nothing, nothing can be done. We knew SP, SBF was meeting with him at the White House, but we don't know yeah. who was meeting with him outside of the White House. Yeah. Well, from what I was reading there uh, on, that, on that Twitter thread, the Secret Service would have had would have visitor logs somewhere documented who was going in and out. I'm sure, I'm sure, but you just never, you just never know. Like, like people were going to say, oh, well, you know, we got to talk about this, you know, conspiracy, this crime we're doing. Let's make sure we do it by the book and we meet at the White House where there's visitor logs. Yeah. It's like a perfect scenario. <sighs> I wonder I just, if Trump had visitor logs for Mar-a-Lago. I'm assuming yes, because he was there and it was very high profile when he was there. Listen, listen, he had visitor logs whenever Kanye West and that Nick Fuentes dude went there. People knew, everyone knows. I, I just, I don't understand how you, you wouldn't be able to tell who's going in and out of Joe Biden's home. Right. Well, there should be reporters out there 24-7. We knew about the Kanye thing before it was even over. Right. It's a disservice. The journalists are doing a disservice to the people of this country. It's a shame. Sickening. And, and, and the reason why we even bring this up is because the classified documents were found in the garage at the home. And we don't know who was going in and out of that home, who had access to those outside of the Biden crime family. Imagine like Dolph's dad, the spy or, or whatever, or something in government. And he has classified documents in the garage, all the parties we had in there. <laughs> yeah. I was there. I mean, the, 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 a garage, a garage is not as secure as a house. That's why it's a garage. That's why you don't live in your garage. Well, some people do. I mean, I've had, I've had family members basically probably live in garages before, but it, I just, I don't get it. Where is the outrage from everyone? It should be so much worse. And why is the DOJ not taking point on this? Well, um, I, I'm going to segue into your next topic here, Biden and Trump differences. This is from Jim Jordan. Uh, about four hours ago, why was President Trump's home raided but not President Biden's? Why did the FBI take pictures of President Trump's so-called classified documents but not President Biden's? Americans are tired of the double standard. Um... Yeah, I mean, what wh whatever happened with those documents we found, or they found at Mar-a-Lago? With the nuclear codes that were going to blow up the world? Yeah, haven't heard about those lately, and then haven't we heard mentioned a that last week. Haven't heard of people. We didn't even know if they were really cl classified or not. We never got an answer on if they were really classified or if Trump declassified them. Do you see why this whole thing is just terrible for them? Amazing. And, and also, we should also hammer home that about a couple months before the FBI, FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago, Trump's lawyer.
guys were meeting with the DOJ and um, discussing, and mm-hmm. they told them to add a lock to that room, if you remember. Yeah. Well, uh, what else do we have with the... I got something from Kimberly Guilfoyle here. So there is zero evidence of Trump and Russia collusion. However, the Penn Biden Center accepted a $54 million, $54 million from China. Guess which one the mainstream media called a national security threat. And that is where the first, you have to go all the way back, 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 back to the first trove of documents that were found. And that was at the Biden, it's, it's an oxy, it's just, it's, it's hard to even get out of your mouth. The Biden think tank, as if he actually can think. But uh, yeah, apparently that place had a $54 million acceptance from China. $54 million from China. Yeah. Wow. And then this other tweet from Kimberly Guilfoyle is pretty interesting as well. Did you read that yet? Which one is this? Hold on, let me see. Trump has zero. De- ha- Trump has declassification authority. Biden zero declassification oh, yeah. authority. Yeah. So Trump, uh, uh, Trump has has declassification authority. Biden zero declassification authority. Trump one secure location. Biden multiple unsecured locations. Trump National Archives was aware. Biden National Archives wasn't aware. Yes, that's the difference, and that's from Kimberly Guilfoyle. Um, it sums it all up right there. Again, this isn't like if if these were declassified documents from 2021. Okay, Joe Biden could have declassified them, but this is from before he was president, when he was vice president, before Donald Trump was even president. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, the double standards. The double standards, crazy. Um, okay, uh, let's move on here. Uh, and actually, before we get into Hunter's rent payment, I wanted to talk about Robert Hur. So, I wanted to clear the air on some some things regarding Robert Hur. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, on this, or if I'm uh, off base here, but. Uh, Robert Herr is the special counsel appointed to investigate uh, the this classified document uh, disaster, uh, we'll call it. And apparently, uh, Devin Nunes called him a fixer for the Democrats, and he might be biased, but we have an article here from MSNBC that I'm going to quote. Uh, Cash Patel actually called him a swamp monster of the tier one level. He's a government gangster. He's now in charge of the continued crime scene cover-up. But is he really, though, Joe? Uh, He donated money to Republican candidates. Uh, He was working in the private sector when he's been appointed. Um, He did work as counsel to Christopher Wray at the FBI. All right, so that's one little red flag. Uh, He did work uh, on Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein's team, playing a role in the Robert Mueller investigation into the Trump-Russia scandal. So Giant, think, giant red flag there. Giant, giant red, red flag. flag. But honestly, is he just doing his job? You know, uh, he was probably just told to investigate. It wasn't like he was doing that on his own, if you ask me. Um, I, I don't want to sound naive here, but this guy sounds like he he's not some, you know, Washington insider that's, you know, has a major liberal bias um it looks like he's made republican candidates or campaign contributions to republican candidates over the last 15 years 
So this is the guy that's going to be, he actually clerked for William Rehnquist of the Supreme Court, uh, a very conservative jurist. Um, Donald Trump actually appointed him to be serve as U.S. attorney. And so he is going to be the special counsel investigator into this classified document um, ordeal. So we will see uh, what he comes up with and how they handle this investigation. My worry is not with Robert Hur; it's everything else and every, uh, all the other investigators that are doing their work with this. You know, how much is being covered up by certain people. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, for those, like- for those like, for those wondering with the Mueller thing, it was, I think it's why they accept it now that he was just the dummy front man and everyone else underneath him was the one doing all the work trying to go after Trump. So it was allowed to go on under his watch. And Mark, to your point, I think that we, ha- we might have the same thing here with Robert Herr because um, documents show that he was a key man who dealt with uh, Christopher Seale's, uh, what was it, Russia dossier, which, dossier. Had a, which, which had the, the Trump P tape supposedly existed in there and all this stuff. The P tape. And, yeah. and oh, you didn't hear about the P tape? <laughs> <laughs> the entire news is on the P tape for an entire year. I feel like yeah, the PP tape is yeah. what Dan Bongino calls it. But they couldn't. I mean, th- if this guy couldn't figure out after a year that Christopher Steele was lying or just making stuff up in this Steele dossier, I don't think he's either. He's not good enough, or he's in on it. Yeah, um, my and it's like I said, my my skepticism is not with him; it's with everything else. It's with Merrick Garland and everything else going on, you know, with this, with this uh, investigation. So, but like we said, if what we say, our prediction is going to come true, then I feel like he's going to come up with something. that's not going to be too favorable for Joseph Robinette Biden. So let's talk about this Hunter Biden rent payment thing. I saw this on the news and I'm like, you, what? Uh, I, I'll just let you take this, but I, I, I'll, I'll lead into that. For those of you who have not heard this, Hunter Biden was paying Joe Biden approximately $49,910 a month in rent. Joe, you can take it from there. Okay. Um, one of the most interesting takes is from Alex Bruzowitz on Twitter. He tweets, there are a grand total of zero properties for rent for 50k a month in the state of Delaware on Zillow. In fact, the highest rental price I see in the entire state on Zillow is 6k a month. I feel like Hunter Biden could have gotten a much better deal than the one his dad gave him. Um, about the 50k a month, we have a expert in real estate, and we talked with him, Mark, and he concluded the same thing. It's actually very weird. So <laughs> it sounds like someone. Shout out, Marcola. Um, it sounds like someone is skimming off the top from either Ukraine or somewhere else. And that money is going to Joe Biden. So Hunter Biden's getting money from somewhere and is getting charged by his father $49,000 in rent. I guess Hunter's keeping maybe the other thousand. I don't know. But usually it works the other way. Like you, you wouldn't charge your, your unless your kid was a millionaire movie star, which Hunter Biden is not. He's an out-of-work artist um, who we never even figured out who was paying for his art. Anyway, 
in, unless your son's a movie star or a billionaire, wouldn't you charge him less money than than it costs? Unless unless you're in financial having financial issues, right? Is this making sense, Mark? I'll read you a tweet from Colin Arag. It says Hunter Biden's rent payment is the ex- same exact amount of money he received from a rental deposit linked to his business venture with CEFC China Energy Company. The media will call this a coincidence. Dinesh D'Souza, no one, and I mean no one, pays $49,000 in monthly rent for a house valued at under $2 million. If Hunter Biden paid this, it means he was funneling China revenue from his bagman deals back to the head of the Biden crime family. This seems part of how the big guy collected his 10%. And keep in mind, keep in mind, we're, we're forgetting that he's a drug addict and there are Drug addicts, like we said last episode, usually use drugs in their when they're especially when they're living with their parents in the parents' garage. And that is where the classified documents are. You can't write it in like a comic thing. This is like a meet the Falker situation here. Like, what is going on? The drug addict's son had access to classified documents in the garage, but was somehow, even though he was a drug addict, had no money, was paying forty nine thousand dollars a month in rent to the father? What? Who's president of the United States? What? What? How did we get here? If that's not money laundering, I don't know what is. This is why they need to 25th Amendment his ass. They cannot have this stuff come up. I'm telling you, the her guy is just running cover. They're going to stall, stall, stall until they are able to get him out of there without it looking super weird. Because it already looks weird. How did the rent payment thing come out and come out in the news? This seems like know. another one that's making them look I, I, I feel like you would have had – someone had to know that. Someone had to sign the, the deal to like, okay, this is this is the lease agreement. You could smoke crack here and do meth. <laughs> but no pets. No pets. Especially German shepherds. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, all right. Let's move on to our next topic in the war in Ukraine update. Um, Honestly, there's – I'm just going to play the video. I don't even know if you'll be able to hear it because it doesn't matter. You don't need to hear it. It's a bunch of be- Okay. It's a bunch of beautiful women in helmets and glasses with rocket propelled grenades, AK-47s, AR-15s, camo all out. Some of them have cutoffs on. They're all wearing fucking makeup, Mark. They're all wearing fucking makeup. Have you ever seen a woman on the battlefield with makeup on? When do they have time to put the makeup on to go fire shoulder-mounted ro- shoulder rockets at helicopter in Ukraine? It's, it's saying that more than 50,000 women are enlisted in the Ukrainian army. Women account for close to one-fifth of the armed forces of Ukraine. Well, I guess, I guess they'll have the neatest and best folded laundry in the world. Say hi to freedom fighters in the Bahamak and Solidar, Donetsk, Luhansk, Donbass, and other regions in Ukraine. Can you imagine them? Can you imagine an army of all women trying to figure out where they're going to attack? Look at this. Yeah, they are. They are. They are all wearing. Yeah, they all look. They have like earrings. They, they, are... they, have, they have giant hoop earrings. Like I know that from being in construction. Like hoop earrings aren't the best for construction, let alone freaking war. This is amazing. The, the best. The best is the one that has everything on. She's she, but she has the cutoff camo and she's walking like a giant cornfield or hayfield or something with a shoulder propel grenade and there's like no one around. Yeah. Oh my god. But they're all they're all really good looking. Like really good looking. They are. 
I'm, I'm watching this video now. This is it's unbelievable. Wow. Well, well, that's what that's what you paid fifty billion dollars for. A Ukrainian missed America on the battlefield over here. What the hell is going on? Ugh. Wow. That's an interesting video. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. So we haven't, we haven't uh, got to this segment in a, in a few months, but it's back. And that is our Catholic Corner update. The Roman Catholic Church, 1.4 billion people across the globe now identify as Roman Catholic. And Joe, uh, I know you like, you say there's no such thing as a coincidence. There are no coincidences, I should say. And we saw in Rome, um, what, in the last week, I think, since we last recorded, um, Cardinal George Pell from Australia was in Rome for Pope Benedict's funeral. And while he was in Rome, he decided to get a hip replacement. I'm sure this was already scheduled or whatever, and he just happened to be there. Um, But... After the surgery, he was apparently, from what reports say, conversing with um, post-op, post-recovery, you know, uh, nurses, staff in the hospital. Then all of a sudden, he went into cardiac arrest and died of a heart attack in the hospital. Um, 81 years old. And he was an outspoken critic of Pope Francis, an ultimately staunch conservative. And basically what happened with Cardinal Pell is that this is an interesting This all came out after he died. Uh, he became increasingly disillusioned with the direction of Francis's papacy, according to this article from the Associated Press, including its emphasis on inclusion and canvassing of the lady about the future of the church. So he published a, an article, an um, essay, under a pseudonym, it was anonymous, under the pseudonym called Demos, which in Greek means people. And it was published on this uh, blog from a Vatican uh, insider, Settimo Cielo. Okay, actually that was what the name of the blog, it's called Settimo Cielo. The blogger is Sandro Magister, revealed uh, last Wednesday that Pell was the author of this memo. Okay, do you guys follow me here? The memo is divided into two parts. So he wrote this anonymously, criticizing Pope Francis, and how he is running the Catholic Church today. Members divided into two parts, the Vatican today and the next conclave. He says that Francis is weak in the preaching of the gospel, and there is a lack of respect for the law. Commentators, and I quote from Cardinal Pell, the deceased now Cardinal Pell, commentators of every school, if for different reasons, agree that this pontificate is a disaster in many or most respects, a catastrophe. So that is what Cardinal Pell uh, has to say about Pope Francis and um, his, his papacy. Uh, Pope Francis, not in, in perfect uh, health. Uh, he needs a new hip. He's often seen in a wheelchair. And uh, he goes on to say the lack of respect for the law in the Vatican risks becoming an international scandal. So George Pell um, he's deceased. He has funeral last few days ago in Rome, and he'll be his body will be flown back to um, Australia, where he will uh, be buried in Sydney's cathedral. So, 
Uh, amazing that we're seeing this come out now after his death. Uh, who knows what else will happen in the Vatican um, since Pope Benedict XVI is now deceased. What other attacks will come on the traditional Latin Mass that Pope Benedict was uh, that fought uh, so fiercely for? Uh, there's been reports and rumors floating around the Vatican uh, and on um, Vatican blog websites that they are going to completely outlaw the traditional Latin Mass completely, even more so than they did um, a year and a half ago. Um, so we, we shall see what happens and what direction this goes, and we can only hope and pray that the next pope um, isn't uh, part of the New World Order and is a little bit more conservative than Pope Francis. Okay, moving on. And welcome back. We have a new segment, and uh, we have I, – I, I, I mentioned this a couple episodes ago. I think we should do a, a weekly Kevin McCarthy soundbite segment. So uh, I know you have something pulled up for Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy gives some great soundbites. If you guys ever want to see what Kevin McCarthy's up to, just go on his Twitter feed, and you will see – everything Kevin McCarthy. So go ahead, Joe, pull this up for us. Okay, this is Kevin McCarthy, 17 seconds of him. Enjoy. I think we want to collect more of the data, more of the information. These are all the documents are out there. I mean, um, I know the White House tried to say it was all cleared up on Thursday. Now that we find there's more documents. I think there's a lot of questions that uh, continue to raise and we want to get all the information possible. Okay, that's Kevin McCarthy saying that he wants to collect more of the data and more of the information on or, or, and are all these all the documents? Great questions. We'll, we got to find out. They're going to try to interfere, like I said, with this Republican House investigation by appointing a special counsel. There are going to be so many special counsels going on with this Republican House. Um, I expect like two to three more. One's, one has to be on Hunter Biden. Uh, that's. That has to that has to come out unless they're just going to do their own investigation into this. But I expect to see more special counsels. Uh, I don't even can can any I don't even know if the House can appoint a special counsel. That only has to come from the Justice Department. So mm. I'm guessing the Justice Department. But did you hear did you hear my son uh, laughing at your Catholic corner, Mark? Uh, no. <laughs> but. Oh yeah, he was he was crying during mine. I got to take him back downstairs, but he was laughing during yours. I think he loved the Catholic Corner. So I got to take him back downstairs, Mark. If you want to take over after here, I'll be back in like a minute. I have yeah, I have more Kevin McCarthy quotes here, and I want to play this about Adam, uh, this Schiff, Adam Schiff. Here we go. Go ahead. Schiff openly lied to the American public. He told you he had proof. He told you he didn't know the whistleblower. He put America. For four years through an impeachment that he knew was a lie. At the same time we had Ukraine, at the same time we had Afghanistan collapse. Was that the role of the Intel Committee? No. So what I am doing with the Intel Committee, bringing it back to the jurisdiction is supposed to do. Forward looking to keep this country safe. Keep the politics out of it. Adam Kevin McCarthy has some great Sound bites. He reminds me of a guy from like Wexford, like he's a North Allegheny dad or something like that. I don't know why he gives off that vibe to me, but I like Kevin McCarthy. I'm a big K Mac fan, as I like to call him. Um, 
So, Joe, just let us know when you're back. Uh, said that he didn't. Okay. All right. Uh, the first part's edited. We're good to go. Where do we leave off at? So I know. Uh, I said, but the end of it goes, Joe, just let us know how, when you're back. So I just need you coming back in and saying, I'm back. Did you get the other part when I said it I'm back before and I said all that stuff or no? I think I cut that part off. Okay. Um, fight against white supremacy continues. Biden and AR-15s. All right. I'll just say I'm back and uh, you can say we're back and I'll just explain. No, no. You got to say, you got to say, you got to say you're back. All right. I'll do it at 45. All right. Okay, and I'm back. We had a little issue with a crying baby. Um, switching from milk to food, so it's a little bit more difficult to feed now, but that's neither here nor there. Um, moving on, Mark. Where are we? Where do we leave off? The fight against white supremacy continues? Is that correct? I believe so. Okay, so for those uh, still listening... Representative Sheila Jackson Lee has introduced a House bill to criminalize conspiracy, and I quote, conspiracy to commit white supremacy, which includes any criticism of non-white people that influences someone who commits a hate crime. So if you say something online and someone else goes and commits a hate crime, blames you, they can get away with it and you're going to go to jail. So we are now one step closer to thought crimes, apparently. Um, I, I didn't know if that's a thought crime, but what that is. Oh, like the process. <laughs> yeah. Non-white people. Sorry. Amazing. Who comes up with this stuff? Sheila Jackson Brown, apparently. What about the reparations of $5 million uh, for... San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, people, people that have never owned slaves are paying people $5 million that have never been slaves. I mean, how, how far back do you guys want to go? Like everyone at some point in culture was a slave to someone else at one point. Should the British Empire start paying everyone else now? Should the Bank of London close and just give all its money away? The reparations argument is one that makes me just shake my head because I just feel like, who is going to approve that? Let's just hand millions of dollars out to people. It, all that is, Joe, to me, saying that you want reparations is virtue signaling you're virtue signaling you are all right uh the last one is biden and ar-15s now yes yeah, speaking of signaling uh <laughs> you know basically told the american people you know what if you want to come after the government you don't need ar-15s you need f-15s so that's that's a nice way to which is start of, i'll just play the clip real quick it's like 10 seconds long ban the number of Bullets can go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water of the blood of patriots. Give me a, if you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. Just, just for clarity, Afghanistan. I don't think I don't think the Taliban had any aircraft or airplanes, and then they went from zero to one of the top twenty-five largest air forces on the planet because of Joe Biden's debacle. Um, any country you could ever think of. Look at look at France whenever they run a Nazi occupation. It's all about being armed and being able to defend yourself. You can't kill everyone. 
again, are you going to send soldiers into an armed populace not knowing what to expect? No one's going to want to do that. That that's why urban warfare is always so bloody. That's why I just don't know, man. They want to take the guns away and they want to blame it on you don't deers don't wear Kevlar vests, which there's nothing in the Second Amendment about deer hunting anyway. It's to, the right to bear arms. It's very simple. <laughs> not not muskets, not machine guns, not this. Our founders were very very specific and very um what's the word i want to lose i don't know but when they when they word it like that they knew that technology would change over time and that arms and weapons might change so they didn't use muskets they used arms they wanted the, i think the purpose was for the average person average citizen to be armed just how the military would be for those of you listening out there that think that eh, that'll never happen don't be so sure this is what they want this is the next holy grail to them after abortion is guns, weapons. So don't be so sure that this will not happen. Um, while we are on break, Joe, I, I, I was listening to Dan Bongino and I had to come I had to come back and tell you this. What if the classified document Scandal, we'll call it, is tied somehow to the Hunter Biden rent payment ordeal. These two things came out very close to each other in time. What if somehow what was in those documents is somehow tied to the money that Hunter was paying Joe, the $50,000 a month he was paying his dad for rent? Game, set, match, I think, for the Biden administration. And then you got to start to go down everyone in the administration to see what they were on board with. Because it's clear now that Biden isn't running his own show. He's not running his own house. Who's doing this? They're using his name, his position. Who is the question? These aren't like conspiracy theories. Like this is. We're we're connecting the dots here. They told on themselves about the documents. They found them in a garage. And now it's clear this is all. That's another thing Dan Bongino said. Who did that? And why? Now, we've given our theories on here. You know, maybe they're, this is an administration that's, you know, eating itself alive, or there's a reason why they want him out. Or maybe, as Dan Bongino said on today's podcast, maybe it was someone under investigation who gave up the location of those classified documents. Maybe someone was singing to very true. It's a that's a very good point. The FBI. It's a very good point. It could be someone finally singing. That would be the, the least conspiracy out of everything we've mentioned. I think that's the least crazy thing that it could be. Yeah. Well, well, someone had to know that they were there. They don't. You don't just find those. Or was it someone say, "Hey, look in that, look in that, in the in the pen, Biden, whatever the name of it's called." There's something there. I'm just, I'm just remembering this. I don't know why I'm thinking about this from seven years ago. We got classified documents in the garage. Go look in the garage. <laughs> it's like, come on. You didn't just stumble across these. This is not a coincidence. This is a much, much, and I'm not just saying this. This is a much bigger deal than Trump having a box of classified documents in a locked closet in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. But this is the double standard we live in. 
the hypocrisy is just yep. it's getting exhausting. But this is the world we live in, and this is why this podcast is here to call it out because Lord knows if we waited for CNN, MSNBC, even Fox to do it, it, it you'd you'd still be waiting. So yeah. I told our listeners while you were gone that we are going to come back next week with a recap uh, of the World Economic Forum. And uh, we're going to give our listeners a, a, a basically an outline of what the global elites have in store for us. for Yes, and Brian Stalter's there doing a symposium, actually, on misinformation and disinformation. Of all people to pick, Brian, Brian Stelter. Stelter. So, Unbelievable that he is there at the World Economic Forum. Of all he people. A, he's got nothing else to do. So, who who gave him a press pass, a press credential? I, I don't know. I would say George Soros, but he's not there. I would say Bill Gates, but he's not there. I would say um, who's the other one that's not there? Klaus is there. Oh, yeah. Klaus, Klaus showed up. Good for Klaus. He's he's back. Yeah. So, uh, anything else, Joe? We want to go over before we no, wrap no. it up for the week. No, we'll just stay tuned for the next batch of of documents to be discovered. Just let the DOJ know, I guess. Yeah. All right, guys, that is it. Uh, Continue to pray for this great nation of ours. We uh, should be a uh, fun 2023 as we move forward here, and we are coming back next week with an all-new episode of Thinking Logically. Uh, I am the Podfather. Joe, take it away. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the show. If you didn't, enjoy the show you're watching in real time. It's a shit show. Enjoy the show, Mark. That's all I got. All right. Have a great week, everyone. See everyone next week. Bye.